Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the burner, less lethal pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. All right, news roundup and information overload hour. Toll free on numbers 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. So here we are, day nine. The great cocaine blow mystery at the Biden White House continues. uh, And yet we have no answers uh, with very few people having access to the area uh, where, in fact, it was found. Uh, Pretty amazing. And and the media, you know, just excoriating anyone that might in the in the slightest way think that the the crackhead, the well, apparently recovered crackhead, but recent crackhead Hunter Biden uh, could possibly be the person that brought it into the White House. And then we have Corinne Jean-Pierre lying. Well, they weren't here on Friday, the Friday before they found it over the weekend. Uh, yes, they were there till about six thirty that evening. Excuse me. They were there that day. Anyway, uh, here's the media running a protection racket for the Biden uh, family, as per usual. And KJP's answer, which is uh, even more ridiculous, uh, of her saying that it is irresponsible to ask this question. Congressional Republicans, they also seemed very excited this week to learn that cocaine was found at the White House. The right wing is having an absolute field day after a baggie of white powder, which a lab test confirmed was cocaine was found in the White House on Sunday. Now, there is absolutely no evidence to suggest that President Joe Biden or his son Hunter have anything to do with this. And in an even more deranged post, Trump made completely unhinged claims against the Biden family regarding a truly bizarre occurrence, a small bag of cocaine found in the White House. Yes, we live in that timeline. I mean, it is no doubt every day DeSantis or or, or Trump tries to use Hunter to beat up Biden. Uh, How's that world handling it? 
Look, I don't think anybody envies the position that the president and his family are in mm -hmm. on this issue because his family and Hunter specifically have become his primary political liability in a lot of ways. I mean, look at the cocaine story from the last week and how many Republicans have tried to seize on it's that cheapness. issue. It's really kind of ugly the it, way it's been done. It's kind of yeah. a it's certainly kind of a tacky play here. <laughs> into the cocaine at the White House, the Secret Service indicated that they're closer to yeah, I don't have any updates, as you know. As you just mentioned, Secret Service is under their purview. They're certainly investigating uh, the situation. I just don't have anything updated. I would I would refer you to the Secret Service on that particular question. I'm just asking again, can we just say once and for all whether or not the cocaine belonged to the Biden family? We've answered this question, litigated this question for the last two days exhaustively. Um, you know, there has been some irresponsible reporting uh, about the family and uh, and so I got to call that out here and I have been very clear I was clear uh, two days ago when talking about this over and over again as I was being asked a question as you know and media outlets reported this the Biden family was not here they were not here uh, joining us now is state legislator from uh, the great state of Texas, Brian Harrison. He worked for the Bush administration. He was the chief of staff of the Department of Health and Human Services in the Trump administration, uh, which does oversee the CDC. Uh, he is calling BS on the White House claims uh, about cocaine and their inability to identify the culprit. Uh, Mr. Harrison, sir, representative, welcome to the program. Thank you, Sean. Real pleasure to be with you. Well, nine days seems like an awful long period of time, considering I've been in the White House. I was there when President Bush was in office. I was there when President Trump was in office. Uh, I didn't have the freedom to walk around that building in any way, shape, manner, or form. Any room I went into, I went in with somebody that had pre-cleared me and had credentials. And uh, you are not free to walk around. And everywhere you turn, there are Secret Service agents. And so I'm not buying that they couldn't find the person responsible for this in fairly short order, meaning within 24 hours. Yeah, I, I don't buy it either, Sean. You're exactly right to be asking those questions. The media, if they had any integrity at all, would be demanding uh, the culprit be identified. I can assure you, you know, having worked for the last two Republican presidents and, and like you, I know the White House very well. Uh, they know who comes in. There's cameras all over the place. But if this had happened during a Republican administration, uh, you wouldn't be able to hear about any other news story in America. This would be the biggest scandal in the country 24-7. And let me tell you what, Sean, you're right. They either do know or they could know if they wanted to know. Well, they have to know. I mean, the Secret Service's credibility is on the line here, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, look, the White House is not a building anybody just walks into anytime they want, bringing it in with them, whatever they want. I had a White House badge. I could, I had access to walk into the White House, like I said, in the last two presidents. And even people who are cleared into the building with security clearances still have to go through checkpoints. Your person and your things are subjected to and are searched. And they have cameras all over the place. And I know that areas... A, a representative, I, I, I would pull up before I can even get through the gate. It was, hi, Mr. Hannity. Great to see you. Uh, but then show me your ID. Here's your badge. Everything goes through a metal detector. I get wanded. Uh, and and then I'm on my very way, escorted by, by some White House aide. You're exactly right. Everything I was talking about assumes you made it to a door or to a checkpoint. <laughs> this, this is not even talking about what goes into before your vehicle is allowed close enough to where you could walk up to the door. That's exactly right. And that has to be pre-cleared as well. If you're near the old executive office building, for example. 
So think about the, the total hypocrisy during 2020 at the height of COVID. The liberal left wing media and the Democrats demanded to know that the Trump White House was supposed to be able to give an accounting for who brought germs into outdoor events at the White House at the heat of, at the height of COVID. They expected us to be able to know who brought a germ into the White House. And now they don't seem to care at all about who brought illegal drugs uh, into the West Wing. You know, it seems like a simple, basic and fundamental question to me that should be answered and should have been answered in very short order. It really does. Um, let me let me take this a step further here, because I, I am just looking at this from the standpoint. Should people in the White House be subject to uh, a, a drug testing on demand? Yeah, and, and I think they, I, I think they had those policies in place when I was there. There was some kind of a random agreement you had to, uh, to consent to. That was my understanding. And by the way, they have the ability to to take people, to, to use DNA uh, technology and take hair samples, and you can find out if, if people use cocaine within the last six months or a year. Yeah, absolutely. And what you're getting at is, is the heart of the issue. They have the ability. They have ways to find out who brought this into the White House. And so they either do know and don't want to tell us, or they're intentionally not learning. Because if they wanted to figure out who brought that into that part of the, of the West Wing, they would know what, what universe of people, how many people were there over what period of time, what was the window in which, in which this was found, who had access during that time period. They could know this, and quite frankly, I don't even think it would be that hard. I think Inspector Clouseau could probably find it uh, faster than these people. I really do. And and it certainly raises a lot of suspicion in, in my mind. Uh, by the way, what did you make of the CDC giving guidance for trans people uh, chest-feeding children uh, accused of failing to consider possible health risks? The Center for Disease Control and Prevention's official website published advice from trans and non-binary individuals on seeking guidance on how to chest feed their infants. Do you understand what that means? You know, this is so insane, it's hard to know where to start. I mean, I, I was uh, the chief of staff of the agency that oversees, as you said, the CDC. And we were attacked every day by the major media for, quote-unquote, politicizing the nation's public health agencies. Well, well, let me tell you what. With Joe Biden in charge, the CDC is now the most political anti-science CDC in the history of this country, putting out guidances on how men can, quote-unquote, chest feed a baby. I mean, the CDC at this point has been reduced to being the communications office for the Democrat National Committee, the Biden White House, the woke left. And it's not just that they're not following the science, Sean. They're going to war with the science. The FDA, a sister agency to the CDC, had previously put out guidance cautioning against women who are using these types of hormones off-label to produce artificially stimulate milk production uh, in this area because it presents a danger to potentially hungry infants. So in this case, it's not just pursuing leftist wokeism and being anti-science. They are literally putting infant lives on the line in pursuit of this extreme liberal agenda under the Joe, Bi Joe, Bi Joe Biden fully. Well, let, let me ask you this, because several doctors have publicly criticized the CDC guidance, not simply because the CDC appeared to guide biological men and how to breastfeed children, but because they claim that the CDC failed to gauge the risk that is posed to children drinking milk produced by chemicals used in gender reassignment medical operations. Uh, and now, has this been tested? Uh, has this gone through a, a rigorous vetting process? Uh, has it gone through all the scientific experiments that can guarantee to, to 
these children that they that what they are receiving is safe for them to consume? No, absolutely not, Sean. And in fact, the new a new CDC director was just sworn in. Uh, this is an opportunity for leadership that the Republicans uh, in the Congress should immediately dr- uh, bring her up to the Hill and make her under oath cite the peer-reviewed data or clinical research to support the guidance that her agency just pointed out. She wouldn't be able to say a single word. There's not a shred of science, not a shred of data. But keep in mind, this is the same CDC that without any science or data was was trying to pressure COVID vaccines on babies. This is the same CDC that can't tell the difference between a man or a woman. So I guess we shouldn't be surprised that they've gone this far. But there's no way this came from the CDC itself, Sean. This was a political decision that must have been made in the Biden White House or by somebody higher up in the administration, even as broken as CDC is. And it is they couldn't have come up with something this crazy as to give guidance on how men can chest feed a baby. So what the CDC posted, and they posed the question, can transgender parents who have had breast surgery, breastfeed, or chest feed their infants, it responded yes with the following explanation. And maybe you can help me out with this. Some transgender parents who have had breast top surgery may wish to breastfeed or chest feed, a term used by some transgender and non-binary parents, their infants. Again, I'm reading from the site. The CDC website states, quote, health care providers working with these families should be familiar with medical, emotional and social aspects of gender transitions to provide optimal family centered care and meet the nutritional needs of the infant. The post added that transgender parents may need help with maximizing milk production, supplementing with pasteurized donor human milk or formula medication to induce lactation or avoid medications that inhibit lactation, suppressing lactation for those choosing not to breastfeed or chest feed, finding appropriate lactation management support, peer support, or emotional support. That's a lot to take in uh, as the former head of the CDC. Well, it's it's a lot to take in, I think, for any sane person to hear. And, And here's what's going on, Sean. In order to appease the most extreme, the most radical elements of the Democrat base, they are willing to expose the most helpless among us, infant babies, to hormones and other drugs and medications that have not been tested at all to demonstrate safety or efficacy for an infant to consume. So they are literally in the pursuit of extreme wokeism, subjecting infants to potentially very harmful uh, drugs. And that just shows the extreme, the, the length the Biden administration is willing to go to, all in the name of science. And by the way, I mean, there could not be anything more anti-science, anti-woman, anti-infant the CDC could have done by than by issuing that guidance. There's no way. Well, these are topics when I started Radio 33 four years ago. I didn't think I'd be discussing Representative Harrison, but uh, here we are. Representative Brian Harrison, state legislator, state of Texas. Sir, thank you for being with us. Great to be with you, Sean. 800 941 Sean, our number if you want to be a part of the program. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. 
On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. 25 to the top of the hour. Your call's coming up straight ahead. Uh, remember, uh, there's a great group out there, and I've always said that abortion is about changing hearts and minds, and this is what makes this new group preborn so amazing. And they're saving, you know, an average of 200 babies a day. And, and they do it through the science of ultrasound. I just bought two ultrasound machines and donated them to preborn, uh, because their clinics desperately need it. Any expecting mom can get a free 4D ultrasound 
And what they're finding is when expecting moms see the facial features and the fingers and the toes and they can count them and hear the heartbeat, that if they were considering abortion, their heart changes dramatically and they are way more inclined uh, to deliver and bring life to that child growing inside them, the miracle of birth. Uh, now, those of us in the pro-life community, but those that believe in the sanctity of life, you know, th- this is not an organization that's ever going to get a penny like Planned Parenthood from the federal government. It's it's going to be your generosity and belief in this great cause uh, that makes this successful. And they also provide free counseling to expecting moms if they need it, uh, post-birth if they need baby formula, diapers, uh, if they need whatever they need, baby food. You know, they're there to help them then as well. I mean, it's an incredible ministry that they've started, but they can only do it through your generosity. And to donate, you can to donate, you can dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or go to their website and you can donate securely at preborn.com slash Sean. That's S-E-A-N. That's preborn.com slash Sean. And if you're looking, by the way, to give, consider a leadership gift. Uh, and you can save a lot of uh, children over the years. Your tax-deductible donation, for example, of $5,000, that would sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies. Anyway, pound 250, keyword baby, or donate on their website, preborn.com slash Sean. Uh, you know, it's amazing the double standard. Uh, I mean, it's one of the reasons why Big network television is is just they've been dying. Now I understand that you know there's a certain amount of of changes in in viewing patterns and networks, et cetera, et cetera. People have you know Netflix, their favorite series, et cetera, et cetera. Although sports and cable news hold up pretty well, uh, even in these times, because those those are the areas where you're getting live events, live news happening on a regular basis. Anyway, over at that hard-hitting news show on ABC called The View, Joyless Behar, we've been reporting about Joe Biden's vicious, nasty temper lashing out against pretty much everybody, which is often associated with steep cognitive decline, but I digress. Uh, she gets turned on by Biden screaming and cursing at his staff. Listen. Oh, I think I it was just someone being angry make you turned on. Yeah, I'm just turned on by Biden's anger. I am too. I like it. You like it? I do. Well, you have said that before. I like that. I mean, he's such a mild-mannered, sweet guy. But you know he's not. We've heard. Listen, he has dropped more f-bombs than Uncle, I have. Uncle Joe oh, yes, over the good. years. Uncle you know, Joe has done years, that. I mean, over the years we've heard him off mic say stuff. I mean, he is a he's a regular guy. I don't know what she's talking about. Well, like, doesn't, she doesn't like this. She doesn't I like don't that. Think that it's like anger management and he needs anger management he just blows off steam it's white male privilege it's called you know <laughs> imagine if it's a woman or a black guy doing that could you imagine them ever saying that about a trump or any republican maybe maybe i should break my ban and go back on the view it's been many 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 years since i've been on the view linda maybe i should go back on there if you go back on the view yeah uh, first of all it'd be the first day they get ratings so i don't know that you want to give them that gift i think, I don't think, I think, they think that would anything to earn it that would be pay-per-view for people i mean it's just it's like why it's like when cnn had the trump you know town hall it was the first well, time she they had gets ratings turned, in so long she gets turned on by screaming biden's screaming i'll be glad to scream and curse at her 
<laughs> Take you back to the Roseanne. Was it Rosie O'Donnell days, right? Oh, yeah. That was, I think, my last appearance on that oh, dopey show. Oh, my God. Show. That was rough. That was really rough. That was, was rough. Tough interview. Now, get this. So you have Maureen Dowd actually daring to go where all, there were only a few of us even telling people about the fact that the Bidens have seven grandchildren, although they only claim to have six. No, they have seven. They have this little four-year-old girl in Arkansas that they absolutely steadfastly refuse to even acknowledge as their own granddaughter. Anyway, so the co-hosts all then attack Maureen Dowd. I mean, she's like royalty in the world of liberal media. Longtime New York Times columnist. Not a fan of hers, but she's actually a clever writer, but I don't like her politics at all. But she took on Biden and hit him, you know, right right between the eyes on this issue of not acknowledging this granddaughter. Listen. And this is Maureen Dowd at the New York yeah, Times. Yeah, she's a very serious person. The right wing, who again is weaponizing everything related to Hunter, keeps asking, so how many children do you have, Mr. No, it's grandchildren do you have? It's written. It's well, written speeches well, he delivered. Maybe Maureen Dowd should find something else to write about. Yeah, so write about that. something else. They were, I, I just, I, I'm sorry. You know, these things are, for me, when you start talking about people's families and what yeah. they're doing, it's, I, I find it unnecessary. This is not anybody's business. Nobody needed to know about this. No. This is private. And I know people feel like you need to know everything. I'm sorry, you don't. You need to know not almost anything about people. <laughs> Why are they not standing up for an innocent child here? It's, it, the circumstances under which this little girl was born is not her fault. Not her fault. And what does it say about Joe and Jill Biden that they refuse, just outright refuse to acknowledge their own granddaughter. It's To me, it's repulsive. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN, our number. Florida, the free state of Florida. Ron, next, Sean Hannity Show. What's up, Ron? How are you? Hey, Sean. How you doing? I'm good, sir. What's going on? Uh, I, I wanted to tell you thank you because I went to see The Sound of Freedom. Um, and you got me tickets to go see it, and it was a very good movie. It was very sad, very... Um, it's eye-opening, isn't it? It is very eye-opening, and at the end of it, they give you an opportunity to give tickets to uh, another person if you want to do that, and we were able to do that, which was good. So That's called paying it forward. It's, it's angel.com is the... The website, Angel Studios, if you want to Google it. Uh, if you haven't watched the series The Chosen or the movie His Only Son, the story of Abraham and the Bible, uh, the series on Jesus is phenomenal. The Chosen and that movie's phenomenal. And a lot of their, and this movie was phenomenal. And Jim Caviezel was amazing in that movie. And it's based on a true story. Yeah, he's very good. And he's been good in a number of things. We watched another show the other night about a, a football team that he was in, and he was very good in that. Yeah, you know, there was some fear after the the massive success that was the Passion of the Christ, uh, Christ that he might be, you know, stereotyped or or typecast is the phrase they use. And but he's a phenomenal actor and. You know, enough time has passed that you, you know, even though those images will at least stay with me forever, because I watch The Passion at least once or twice a year, 
Uh, and, you know, if you're a Christian and if that does not move your heart, I don't know what will move your heart. You got you got cold ice stone in there. But uh, no, they did a great job. Um, um, all I did was promote it. No, I don't have any financial interest in it. Uh, Linda, are they willing to give out any more free tickets or no? I don't know. I think that they would be willing to do just about anything to spread the message. Okay, so we'll we'll get them by tomorrow. We'll have a link on our website. People that call the show, if you, we'll give out some free tickets. If you haven't seen it, I strongly, strongly recommend you you see it. Uh, Sound of Freedom. You can find the theater near you. I think it's angel dot com. Uh, if I'm wrong, we'll put it up on our website. They can go to Hannity dot com. It'll take them right to it. Hannity.com will take you right to it. There you go. I don't even know how to get on Hannity.com. They don't let me get behind the scenes of that. Uh, anyway, thank you, Ron. Appreciate it. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Lauren in North Carolina. What's up, Lauren? How are you? Hi, thank you. Yeah, I wanted to uh, talk about the Gordon Chain discussion you had yesterday where uh, Gordon Chain believes that the or thinks there's a high probability that China will militarily attack uh, the United States. Uh, on our soil. Uh, unfortunately, I do agree with him. But um, you both talked about, well, that would potentially lead to various, you know, nuclear responses back and forth. But it's my opinion that um, Joe Biden will not defend this country. He will surrender this country. Because since day one, he, he stepped in that office and he has done everything systematically to weaken this country. I think the Biden family is compromised by China. And I think that the evidence is becoming stronger every day. Those WhatsApp me messages were very, very revealing. Oh, but Hunter was on cocaine that day. He he probably did it. Maybe he had an imaginary father sitting next to him that wanted that phone call. Uh, and then the $5 million that came in less than a week later after that exchange on WhatsApp. Here's what Joe Biden's record is regarding the communist Chinese. No consequences for COVID. No consequences for the spy balloon. No consequences for confronting our Navy in international waters. No consequences for confronting our fighter jets in international airways. Uh, no consequences for the never-ending military threats to our country, even threatening our country with the uh, hypersonic missile and nuclear weapons. Uh, the never-ending threats to Taiwan. No consequences for that. No consequences for the never-ending intellectual property theft that they're responsible for no consequences for currency manipulation or attempts to replace the u.s dollar as the world's currency no consequences for never-ending unfair trade practices now they have this new axis of evil china russia iran china now peeling away our allies negotiating deals with the saudis and iran and syria and of course opec and the saudis i would imagine in consultation with china decreasing oil production, which is hurting our economy. Uh, Iran may now have nuclear weapons, and China will allow that to happen. And I, You want me to keep going? Well, no, con no consequences for Chinese nationals buying up thousands and thousands of acres of American farm and ranch land and land near our military installations. Go ahead. And, and what's more is this will, by, by surrendering to the communist Chinese, this will usher in full-blown communism, just like these... America-hating Democrats have been working toward diligently for a very long time. So, and if anybody doubts that he would surrender, they just need to look at what happened in Afghan Afghanistan. That was a surrender. Our troops were killed. Many civilians were maimed. We left military equipment there for our adversaries. I mean, 
He doesn't defend our border from the invasion, from the fentanyl poisoning. So, yeah, nobody should doubt, and they should be preparing for the worst. Couldn't say it any better. Anyway, good call. Thank you, Lauren. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, let us say hi to Tony in Pennsylvania. What's up, Tony? How are you, my friend? Tell you something. I never thought the day would come where I'd see such an anti-United States president in my life and a moron for a vice president. I have never, never, as growing up as a young person in school, we, we loved America. We loved the flag. We believed in the Constitution. What's going on in this country now is outrageous. And the, the, what's bigger, alarming to me, is a large percentage of the American people are gone for it. They're all for it. They don't even know what's happening right under their nose. They don't even care that, they're, that we're losing our country. And, Sean, that is really puzzling to me that we have Americans in here that still support the policies of this woke, anti-American president, Joe Biden. I was very, very proud of Trump when he was president. And the reason I say that is I always was for a strong president, just like Ronald Reagan. And even in the past, we had many different, we had Democrats, we had Republicans, but we never, even in past Democrats, never had an anti-Democrat woke off-the-cliff liberal that hates this country and is destroying our country before our eyes. And I really wish, I am just glad that I had the opportunity to get on your program to try to shake loose the marbles in the brains of some of these Americans that continue to support what's going on. Because we, if you can't see that we had a great country, freedom of speech, which this administration is, is diminishing. They're diminishing our United States Constitution. And they, the citizens of the United States, which is, like I said, a large percentage, agree with this woke, wokeism. It's got to stop. And, uh, what well, I only because of the constraints of time, I don't want to stop you. I think you'd be a great fill-in for the great one, Mark Levin. Um, but uh, the danger you speak of is very real. And I'll conclude with this. I've never been more afraid for the future of our country than I am today. And that's a sad statement. Call us anytime. We'd love to have you. We'll continue. Breaking news today and tomorrow. Don't miss one day. This is the Sean Hannity Show. So when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty, who is there for them or the families that are left behind? Who's who's helping our homeless vets and our nation to never forget 9-11-01, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation? Now, the foundations in the line of duty programs are comprised of its gold star, fallen first responder, smart home and veteran homelessness programs, all of which are dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The foundations never forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance all across the country. They have over 80 runs, walks and climbs a year. They have dozens of golf outings and barbecues and our Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute. They 
thankfully educating kids from kindergarten through 12th grade uh, so that our nation keeps its vow to never forget more than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation goes directly to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Please join us here at Team Hannity. We hope you'll join and just go to their website and donate. They're asking for all of us to commit to 11 bucks a month. The letter T, the number two, the letter T dot org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T dot org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. All right, Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern, on the Fox News Channel. Load it up. Marco Rubio, Senator Ted Cruz, uh, Sarah Carter is in California where the reparations debate is getting very heated. Stephen Miller, Joey Jones, Pete Hegseth, Leo 2.0, Clay Travis. Set your DVR, 9 p.m. Hannity on Fox. If you want uh, tickets to our audience show on Wednesday and Thursday night, free at Hannity.com. We'll see you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.